Molly Ringwald by uh, by Freight Phantom. If that's how you say it, I could be I could be off, but let's just go ahead and call this guy. Let's figure it out, bro. It's another one. It's just like Kyle, bro. I, I, I'm gonna learn today. Yo, what's the deal? Yo, what's good, bro? How you living? I'm smooth, man. You? I'm good, bro. You can hear me all you right. Can hear me all right. Hey. Hell yeah, bro. So, so what's been good, bro? How, uh, I, I'm just meeting you for the first time, I guess, over yeah. FaceTime, bro. Uh, are you? Are you? Let me just ask: Are you uh, ever gonna come to St. Louis to visit Rob? Um, probably again. I haven't been down there in like I want to say two or so years. Okay, yeah. So um, you've been down here before. How was that? It was smooth. I mean, I think that was like around the time, um. Uh, Kendall. It'd be so funny everyone would be calling him Rob because I've yeah. never called him that. I don't even but, know um, Kendall. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was around the time uh, Hades was out and uh, for the album release party we came down there. Um, and it was mostly just like kind of hanging around campus and like getting stuff ready for that show. Okay. But it was chill. Um, Damn, I'm I'm a, I was I there, I think. That was at Blueberry Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was there. Damn. I guess we didn't meet. Crazy. Yeah, no. It was super, I mean, it was super chill. I mean, I, I messed with it's it's very similar to Detroit in a lot of ways, like both historically and other stuff. So like, um, it was pretty smooth for the most part. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, so, so what you've been working on lately, bro? you, so you put out, when did that Molly Ringwald song come out? That's what I just started the pod with. Yeah. Um, so that came out Monday. Oh shit. So it's new, new. Okay. Uh, either Sunday or Monday. I, I'm honestly forgetting, but, um, yeah, so that's like the most recent thing I've dropped. Um, it's for an EP. It's called uh, Nobody Ever Really Leaves High School, um, which doesn't have a due date because I'm just mad and responsible with like how I'd be going about releasing stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so like I guess that's the first song off of it. It's really like it's a couple songs. It's like mad. Um, it's a little less like punk than like a lot of the other stuff I've been working on a little bit more in like the alternative realm um just kind of wanted to do some of that um kind of like early 2010s era where like everyone was obsessed with the 80s yeah. um, the kind of blog era type stuff hell yeah yeah that's dope bro so like uh i mean yeah you, you got a lot of different influences that's just not rad but i i, I first found out about you because i saw that album cover bro for the uh after mommy or after party at oh, your mom's after house party, yeah and i hit up rob immediately bro and i was just like yo who the <laughs> fuck is this that album cover is crazy so who who did that album art was that was that you that kind of like did the design of that shit yeah so um i linked up with um this guy quentin um he used to kind of be in like a collective with me as a photographer um i just kind of ran that idea by him like very vaguely um like showed up to i mean we were in like the apartments at like a uh, college at wayne state and i just showed up to his dorm like we like moved some stuff around um and then just kind of used stuff that was there i mean he had like a bass amp which i had already brought like a bass and just kind of threw that in there oh, yeah. um and yeah i just took it in photoshop and did like a bunch of stuff with it like yeah i was gonna say did um, you like put like a whole new background on it 
Yeah, like the whole background, that was a design I put in. The carpet wasn't that big. I just went and kind of edited in like a carpet and uh, stuff like that. And yeah, and then that shit was smooth. It was set. Um, but yeah, it was just really just like a whole, I want to say like 30 to 40 minutes in Photoshop, just kind of messing around and then, lo and behold. Yeah, to me, it captured just that perfect, like, old vinyl feeling. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I always, like, I always tell people when they don't know what the fuck to do for cover art, it's like, man, just go to the record store and just search through fucking vinyls, you know what I mean? Literally. And you'll find some cool shit. And that was one that was just like, yo, this feel like this feel like this should be on vinyl just from seeing it. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's how I first found out about you. Like, so what, what have you, like, I, I guess what has your story been like musically? Like, uh, you know, have you always been, like, you know, in this pop punk world or just kind of like, doing like instrumental shit or like, did you start out just kind of like, like, did you start rapping like everybody else and like kind of transition into it? Like what, what, yeah, what's it been like? Yeah, honestly, I started in like, um, this is probably the closest to where like I started because I kind of started off, um, it was me and like a, another dude from like high school just like working on, um, I guess um, for all intents and purposes, that was kind of like what hyperpop would end up becoming. But like, that's kind of what we were doing, but in a very like misdirected way. Like um, it just wasn't good, but it was like music. Um, but I'm um, really didn't like doing, uh, didn't start doing music like consistently until I think I was like uh, linked up with like Kyle. Kyle kind of went to high school with me. Um Although he didn't graduate with us, so that's a whole another story. Um, you can ask Kyle yeah, I, I I did an uh, interview with him recently, and it was I, I re-listened oh, to it the next day, right? And it was funny because now I'm like, there's so much more questions I'd like to ask him. Like I was I was re-listening to it, and now that's just a whole new one. But but yeah, anyway, keep going. I'm um, dead. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna take a side. Cut. Basically, Kyle was like in high school with us. Um, we were at like this kind of like uh, it's like this private Catholic high school. It was just like very. Um, white, very, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, it's cool. It's a little like experience. And um, <laughs> Kyle would say like, I think for like three years, he just kept saying like, oh, I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. This I'm like, I'm leaving. And like, no one believed him. Cause it's, like, imagine somebody says that every day for like three years. It's like, yeah, you for sure not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think like, it was like probably finals or something. Uh, junior year, like first semester, I think he like went into a Latin final, just turned it in and just left and nobody saw him for like two years. Damn. Just on some crazy and he just kind of reappeared. I think like one summer um, he had hit me up. He's like, yo, like I need some guitar for something. And it was just like mad random. <laughs> but um, that's just kind of how Kayo is, which you could probably surmise from just talking to Kayo. Um, yeah, I guess not exactly, but, but yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, he'd be on some chill. Like, actually, yeah. yeah, in interviews, he's very different than just, like, day-to-day Kyle. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I uh, linked up with him, uh, Kendall, um, Zay, like, a bunch of the others, and that was kind of the era of, um, I know Kendall didn't talk about it in the interview because it's, like, the, like, old, old stuff, but, like, that's when there was, like, a collective of Bleeding Hearts Club and Newbie Yeah, he's told yeah, me a little right, bit right. about that, just like, yeah. you know, in person and shit, but... Yeah, and it was like, those are kind of adjacent, and I was like, really how we started going about music, um, and it was very, like, rap-centered, with, like, some elements of, like, punk and other stuff, because, like, we were doing shows with, like, punk kids, for the most part, um, and, I mean, our journey's similar in that way, um, I, I, I will say, like, for me, um, like Alt Nubian was explicitly like black people. Like they're, um, that was just kind of what we were. Um, and that was really the point. Cause like to put that in perspective, like Detroit is one of those cities where 
Like, I, I'm sure people outside of Detroit be seeing, like, articles, and it's like, oh, Detroit's on the come up, or, like, some shit like that, some whatever, some New York Times type stuff. Um, and with that comes, like, uh, many people who aren't from Detroit that kind of use the space and do shows, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's uh, it was very much a thing of, like, not understanding where they were, like, just, like, like you would have venues closing because, like, kids were doing 40 shows a week, just crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that was really what, like, my whole headspace was with music and stuff for, like, so long. Um, eventually, on Nubian, what ended up, I kind of ended up disbanding it because people started, um, I think it was just kind of fatigue. Um, and also, two people started sleeping with each other and other stuff. So that was, like, a collective <laughs> as well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Now, now the FaceTime's cutting out a yeah. little bit, but uh, so, so now Alt Nubian, uh, you you run that kind of as a website. Is that is it kind of just strictly like a media thing now? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I took it and I just turned it into a blog because I I felt like uh, for me I like writing on people's music, but it's also just the thing of needing like I, blogs are kind of like of the old now, but I do like the idea of someone being able to you know, take someone's music and actually give it, like, adequate time. Because so many times when we, like, in the kind of, like, the playlist kind of, like, TikTok, whatever mindset, yeah. people don't really give, like, that space, like, to really um, dive into someone's music. So, like... No, bro, um, for real, like, did, did yeah. were you the one that wrote that Odd Number article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that shit, yeah, that shit blew my mind. Out of all my years doing music, bro, out of all my fucking blog submissions and, like, even getting blog shit, you know what I mean? It's, like, most people, yeah. like, working hard trying to get on a blog... They'll like hit you back. Like once you get on it, they'll be like, "Yeah, just send a send us what you want us to write." And you like write your own articles half the time for them and shit. Literally. And that was always like the weirdest thing to me. So it's like every blog post I've ever had, I'm like, I've damn near wrote it myself or like somewhat constructed it myself. Besides that one, and that shit was just like that shit was a dope ass article, bro. I really appreciate I like appreciate you it, uh, listening to that album, like so so you know. At least, like, giving it a good thorough listening and, and even critiquing it a bit, bro. Like, like that was kind of like, yeah, I, I, like, feel the same way. Like, everything you said, I was like, man, that's fucking, that's sick. I, I So I really appreciate you you uh, taking the time, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things. Me and Kendall talk about this all the time, like, in terms of, like, when people make music and they ask people what they think of it, like, there's always, like, the bullshit answer. It's like, oh, it's cool or, oh, it's whatever. And, like... That was also like that's also the part of it is like when someone drops something, we gotta treat it like it's like I don't know, like it's Cuddy dropping or it's like something like that. Like, I mean, I'm not like a huge Cuddy fan. I like Cuddy, um, but like even when this past album came out, like you had people who hated it, you had people who loved it, and the people who loved it were doing like whole think pieces on Twitter as to like why it's good. Really? It's like imagine if that was the same energy that people put into like you know their homie like oh yeah this is what he's doing this is why it's important but like everyone has that whole yeah you know, like, oh i don't want to do this i don't want to you know and that, that's just whack so uh no i, feel I guess you. that's really like the headspace yeah know? no i feel you but that's kind of like low-key like you know i, I fuck with that a lot because it's kind of like why i decided to start doing these interviews and shit was just kind of yeah. gi- given like you know it's not much you know what i mean and like i ain't got no fucking following as a podcaster or anything but i'm like it, yeah. you know i i just like i always wanted to be interviewed so I'm like, man, let me just go interview everybody, you know what I mean? And just kind of get, you I know, that. give everybody a chance and it just kind of, I don't know. And so, yeah, I, I fuck with like you kind of do it, tapping into the media side again. So, but let's go back a little bit. Uh, so, so yep, it yep. was Bleeding Hearts Club and like Alt Nubian kind of like, you know, all just kind of, I guess like 
mumble together? Like, wh- what all, like, I guess, what all, like, when did you really start, like, playing instruments? Have you always been playing instruments, like, your whole life? Like, yeah, yeah. What I've did, always been. What did you no, start right? with, I guess? Like, did it start, yes. like, as, like, early band shit? Like, all right, like, let me get into trumpet, or, like, you know, or you just picked up a guitar early on? I started on keys, like, when I was, like, five or so, and uh, then went to guitar, and I actually took, like, a big break from keys when I started guitar, because, like, well, you hand a teenager a guitar, like, bro, like, yeah. you know. So um, that was kind of what I was on, um, and that kind of, like, slowly made my way back to keys, made my way to bass. Um, so I was always, like, playing instruments. I will say that, like, early on, like, even, like, all in the DMDAC era where I was, like, producing for both, um, there wasn't a ton of guitar, excluding, like, this one DAC song that was super big, um, like, here. But, like, for the most part, it was just, like, trap and, like, stuff like that. Really? Um, and very, yeah, like, very, like, Neptune-influenced stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think the past few years has really been me getting back to um doing guitar centered stuff um and wanting to go that route because i think it was a matter of like learning how to do stuff because it's very hard to kind of make like a whole um guitar centered song um that's not just like chords throughout like the same chords throughout for three minutes or whatever yeah um it does take like a some level of theory and some other things so it took a while to kind of get back to that space though yeah. All right. So, what's your favorite guitar? I see like a whole rack back there. I know this isn't going to be a video oh, podcast, yeah, sure. but but I'm kind of curious about like what you got back there. Yeah. Um, my favorite. I have two, but like the one I play the most and the one that's like yeah, the, the, one the people new Telly. Okay. Yeah. It's like this Telly, and it's like that's a, the uh, that's the one of the um, is that one of the the not the paranormal, but the um, one of those those the yeah, yeah. The, the weirder blend Tellys, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a thin line, and it's um it sounds one hundred percent like a telly and everything. Yeah. It's just so weird because it got like this little open body yeah. uh, insert. Um, yeah, I've always wondered what the hollow tellies were like. Oh man, I love this thing. It's incredible, and I, I keep it tuned. Um, I think B A D G A E, um, because that's kind of like a math rock kind of tuning. Um, so that never changes. And then my second favorite is probably just my um. Ibanez, and that's just because I gig with this thing. Okay. Um, and it's just like a cheap kind of yeah. whammy bar, you know, if you want to solo and all that other stuff. Hell yeah. But yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, so, shit. Uh, I guess, man, I also was wondering, I guess, a little bit about, like, I see you be fucking with TikTok a little bit, and you be talking about that a lot lately. So I got to, like, just ask, like, I got to talk to artists about TikTok, you know, <laughs> just because it's like, so, you know, and I've been asking everybody about, like, the whole, like, you know, singles versus, like, album thing, too. So, and I feel oh. like it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with TikTok and yeah. shit. So, like, you know, I don't know. what Like, what's, like, do you have, like, are you trying to go, like, that, that, that strategic plan of, like, doing singles and just being consistent? Or are you trying to be more of, like, an album artist? Um, I'm very much an album artist. Um, like, I hate that single shit. I think it's. It's garbage. I mean, it's cool. Like, if that's what people want to leverage, like, 100% go for it. Like, that's kind of the situation we're in. Um, but for me, it's very hard to um, do singles because, like, I tend to dive like into something. So, like, yeah. if I want to do, and I think even when I was doing Pissed Off, um, that was like a few months of me going into math rock and um, kind of like post punk and some other things and really. 
um, refreshing on it and studying and like learning how to play stuff and wanting to build that. Um, so it's very hard to do singles because it's like you get in a whole headspace that you've been working towards for months and then you make one song and then you spend like, I don't know, people be doing that whole thing of like, oh, 80 days out or whatever days out. And it's like, bro, just like drop the song. It's a song. Yeah. Um, I'm very much from the like the SoundCloud Bandcamp era of just like, where we used to just make stuff and then just put it on the internet. And it's like, yeah. oh, maybe 20 people listen to it, but it's like 20 people you were really fuck with it or something like that. Yeah, damn, this FaceTime is cutting out again. Oh, shit. Where, where'd you lose him? What's up? My bad. This shit's all cutting out. What'd you say? Oh, I can just kind of go back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I was just saying, like, in terms of, like, um, doing singles, it's very hard to do, like, just one song after you've been like a headspace for a while yeah um as for tiktok yeah um, i was gonna say because i i you know i feel like i feel like that's one thing that like you know i've always thought about like and i've tried to avoid you know what i mean you know it was one of those things yeah. that, like a year or two ago it was like oh fuck i don't want to do tiktok you know and then now it's like it's like it's still around you know it's still yeah. going and it is cool man like i you know i was talking to uh this dude akita keys about it and it's like i find myself laughing my ass i find myself losing losing an hour in the morning, you know, if I hop on TikTok wow. for a little bit. So it's like, it's something that like entertains me now. So I get like the entertainment aspect of it, you know, and, but you know, the, the, so there's like, there's like that aspect of it, of just like the whole personality, which I think isn't that like, that's probably what you dive into a little bit more, right? Like not just trying to get like a single off on it, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah just having like a personality to it. I, I think that's pretty cool. And it's just, yeah, I just wonder, like, yeah, what what people have been doing with TikTok and like what what they think about it, and if it's like helped them at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, what what's your experience been like? Like, it's cool for. I mean, you can do really what you want with it, which is what's cool. Like, if you want to do promo and like big promo, really cool. Bro, you can do that. Have like a community. Kind of not not in the same sense of like a Discord, but like where you're posting stuff, you interact with their stuff, and it's kind of an ongoing conversation as you're creating things. I think that's the coolest aspect that I've seen. Um, I, I'm not a fan of um, a lot of that, like the algorithms and um, the guidelines on TikTok, only because I'm having like a few videos taken down just for like no reason. Yeah. But um. Yeah, no, I, I think it's really cool for that. I know my 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 girlfriend; she dances for the Pistons, and so like all of them have TikToks just because they have to be ambassadors or whatever. And um, in her case, like she just does like dance videos. And I know that the other day she did like sixty k just like on the random because it was just like a duet with someone. And so um, I think it's cool for stuff like that. Like if you just want to share something, and then you never know one day it hits, one day it doesn't. Um, but still, like, the people that really rock with you, they still kind of interact, and I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, so you think it's going to be around for a while? Like, I don't know. I feel like all the social medias, you know, like, there's been the one, the few that have popped up, you know, like, Snapchats and stuff, like, in the last 10 years, like, since the yeah. since the Twitter and Facebook and, you know, just the big ones. But, like, it's like, you know, there, there's been Clubhouse and TikTok, you know, that have come around and... and 
You know, but it's like I always wonder how long that stuff's going to last. Like, we've not had, like, a new social media pop up and be, like, really relevant. So, yeah. You know, TikTok is, like, the closest one, I think. And, and that one's – because that's the only one that is, like, a – it's just a new part of the big three or whatever, you know. But you think it's going to still, like, stay around or, like – Honestly, dog, yeah, I think it's here for a while. Because, like, before I thought it was just, on, like, some Vine shit. But I think – everybody is using it now like i work for a like a organization that like we do like i don't know what we do, but i'm an organizer um and we <laughs> even use tiktok for um like educational informational stuff on organizing and it's like we have a whole person hired to do tiktok for health benefits wow. <laughs> which is crazy yeah. but that's like that's the thing now and like you got like legit jobs and stuff and they got all these offices in different countries and so i think it's here for a while um, just because it's like it's really this, this combination of everything and you can do whatever you want on it yeah 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 i bet i bet it's here it seems like it's it's made it's you know made its way in but yeah. um all right so you know i like you know so i guess you you do your engineering and stuff as well um and like all your mixing and matching. I've stopped recently. You stopped? Recently, I've stopped. Okay, yeah. that that might go. I hand used in, to. <laughs> that might go hand in hand with my question because I was gonna ask like, being you know like I like I I I kind of always have tried to dabble with doing everything myself you know and I and mm-hmm. I know like what I'm good at and what I'm not you know and and I've done a whole album where I've done everything myself and I've done albums where I haven't and you know I've done videos myself and, and you know and I I just wonder like. Um, like, you know, just cause it seems like a lot more people are doing that. You know, I was talking to Kyle, he said yeah. he does his album art and shit like that. And a lot of his videos. And, and I was just wondering, uh, and I've been meaning to ask a lot of people this, but I haven't, but is there anything that like you feel like you're missing or just feel like you wish you had to like keep the shit going a little better or anything? Or is like, you know, is part of the getting off the engineering, like part of that, trying to make it move smoother and, and better and. Like what? Like, is there anything you feel like could help the workflow or anything? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Um. Honestly, um, for me, it's probably videos because I only have like one or like two, two to three videos or so. Um, and it's largely because I one, I don't hate doing videos, but I hate having the storyboard. Yeah. Do it and then like hit up people on Instagram. Hey, I need some people to like. That's just annoying um plus also too i think like just being in like a pandemic and trying to do videos and not having like a um like a cardi b budget um where you can like have all these like guardrails and people be safe and stuff um that's like the one thing that's missing um it's for like the music creation like that's not easy for me and the engineering like now like i just have a guy who um we're kind of on the same page and it's pretty like pretty simple process so Okay, so how, how do I say is it is it Freight Fanon? Is that how you say the the other name? I've been saying Fanon, but Fanon is also cra- yeah, yeah. That's just how I say it because it sounds cool. Freight Fanon. Okay, so it was that engineered by the other guy, um, by like your your other engineer, or was that like that pissed off album? Yeah, no. So that was engineered by me. That one was uh, you. Yeah. But yeah. Molly Ringwald is the one. Yeah. Okay. So this new EP moving forward is where I'm working with a new guy. Oh yeah, we are, uh, and then so I I know. Oh yeah, you said you didn't have a due date. My bad. Uh, you good? <laughs> all right, so I'll, now I'm gonna get into just some random shit. You messing with stocks at all? 
Absolutely not, bro. I, I can't do it, bro. It's just not for me. Oh man, bro. I'll be hating the discourse around stocks. That's really what it is. I'm not against it, but it's just the way people talk about it. Ugh. Yeah, I get it. I'm just I'm just new to it, right? And like like I'm a bit older than y'all. Like Rob, Rob always called me old and shit. I'm like 27, <laughs> you know. So he Word. he treat me like an old fucking man. And I hit him up the other day, right? And I was like, hey, bro. I was like. Cause like there's like this little Discord group I'm in, and we just be talking about stock plays, and and it's just like Word. to me like I don't know I'm new to it. Like I started like a couple weeks ago, you know, and I'm just putting a little bit of money in, and um and to me it's like the the coolest thing I've been a part of, and it's like one of the most inclusive things I've been a part of. I feel like music Word. and fashion and photo and all that stuff has always been like a very like exclusive type of thing. And stocks are just kind of cool for being inclusive, but that's a whole separate thing. But, but yeah, it's just also like, I don't know. I just like, I just been thinking about money more and trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to, trying to have more of it, you know? And, and I was hitting up Rob and I was like, yo, like, I was like, you should, you should just think about it. I'm like, join this little group, bro. I'm like, you know, if, if you fuck with stocks at all. And he's like, he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, bro, don't join it then. If you don't, if you don't really want to. Uh, I'm like, but but I'm like, but you should think about it, bro. You might you know you might end up 27 like me and wishing you did. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll wait seven years then or some shit like that. And I'm like, bro, fuck you, like some old Kindle shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just being ignorant about it. But 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 wait, you was like, so you don't fuck with Bitcoin either? Yeah, nah, nah. I'm. It's cool. Like if that people get off into it, I think it was the way that it was introduced to me that that's just like shape my perception of it i don't know it might just be mental in that way yeah no i feel it bro so what's going on in wandavision right now oh you think agatha is the real villain what's up yeah oh yeah i think um i think it's that it might also very well be like some kind of mephisto situation i've been seeing a lot of theories on that and i think that's plausible just because like the whole Doctor Strange thing, I know, like, this is supposed to go into Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a several-movie kind of thing with that Spider-Man and this. Um, I think that's possible, though. Um, I think for the show, though, Agatha is probably, like, the big thing. And then at the end, maybe, like, the last episode. I know they were saying that they have, like, a big cameo that's coming. Yeah. It might be something of that sort. I thought they were um, supposed to have, like, a big Avengers cameo, too. You know, like, I, th- I thought... Yeah. I thought it was going to be That could be, be fine. Yeah, like if Doctor Strange pops up in it, that'd be cool. I just can't picture him popping up, but yeah, I feel like I'm, some people were saying because I know Al Pacino has been talking to Marvel for years, and I think they were saying like he could be like the big cameo. That was like one theory. Um, although I don't know what Al Pacino would be, he would have to be like something old, like Mephisto or whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm hoping they introduce someone new. I hope they don't. Yeah. They don't put someone that we know in it already. I'm hoping for, like, a new character. Like, I don't know. I feel that for sure. So, have you been, like, what do you think about, like, the new, like, uh, like pop-punk wave of music that's been that's been oh, popping up? Bro. It's good, bro. I love it. I was literally just, uh, I was showing my mom Kenny Hoopla, like, in the car. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I think it's really cool. Um, I think that what's good is Rock music has, like, had a problem with being self-aware for, like, the past 10 years to where, like, they don't know that it's dead, but they want to 
still gatekeep and keep like certain people and certain shit out. So I think like even like that was like the Phoebe Bridgers thing where people were mad that she broke a guitar. Yeah. It's like, bro, people have been breaking guitars <laughs> for like eight years. Like it's not crazy. Yeah. Um Yeah, that shit was but, great, bro. Shout out Phoebe for that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but I think what's cool is like pop punk, ska, um, like even like math rock and emo, they're more self-aware to where they're allowing um like people of color, like queer creators, um, women into that space. And they're not, they're showing up for them. And I think it's what's like super cool. Like they're still allowing them to like build their own infrastructure and shit. I was like, oh, you build your crowd, yada, yada. But then when it's time to like validate that artist, like Travis Barker will say, okay, yeah, no, this is something you should listen to. Like, I think that um, was like, meet me at the altar. Like for them to kind of be, um, talked about by like Travis Barker or even I mean I don't like the Trippy Red album I think it fucking sucks but wait I which think album? For, he just dropped the album with Travis Barker like Friday you said Trippy like Red? it's like a pop punk album yeah yeah oh shit yeah I didn't um, hear about that yeah it, I don't think it's amazing just cause the writing isn't that good but I think what's cool is for Travis Barker like this legend in pop punk to wanna do that and wanna work with like Kenny Hoopla and like all these other people I think that's super sweet. Um, yeah, and it, it seems it, it like definitely, yeah. it seems like a lot of the classic people have like kept up with like hip hop and like certain like Facts. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you always see like you know like well, I always thought it was crazy like with like Hunter Gex like did like you know they had like fucking Fallout Boy and all that. Yeah, shit. you know what I mean? Like they would do like these massive like pop punk collabs with like yeah Fallout Boy and Mark Hoppus on one record and. Yeah. And, and so it seemed like, you know, it seemed like they were pretty good in the L.A. scene about keeping up with some stuff or at least like being around there. But, it, yeah, it did seem like it just was was kind of down for a while. And it, now it's just all of a sudden up like, uh, yeah. yeah, man, Kenny, Kenny Hoopla is nice, bro. And like, uh, Rob, Rob, or, yeah, Rob showed me fucking uh, Gene Dawson, bro. Like, oh, Gene Dawson is so good. Like a year or so ago, like, you know, with that that one little yeah. like short film with a couple of records. yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, bro, I had never seen something like that. Like, and I, I couldn't, you know, and, but, but yeah, I don't know. I was kind of, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to talk shit, but, but his album, I, I wasn't like the biggest fan of, um, what did, what did you think about the pixel bad joint? Um, I think it was straight. Um, I know there was like, it felt like a lot of his core was compromised for certain shit. Like ASAP Rocky features. Like there's the one song where there's just like a random ASAP Rocky feature yeah. and it's not good. It's yeah. just in there. Um, I thought it was straight, um, but it was less interesting than a lot of the other albums that have been getting made recently. Yeah. But like at the same time, I'm one of those people to where like for how much like mediocre white shit gets um, recognition. I'm like, Oh, if this is mid and it's black, I mean, Hey, we might as well elevate it or yeah. whatever. Just, you know, that's just kind of my headspace a lot of times, but it was straight. You know? Yeah. No, it, yeah. He, he's insane, bro. I, 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 I can't like that. That first album he put out too. Like I still be playing that shit. Um, what did, did you, well, I guess, I, you know, cause this is some white shit, but what do you think about MGK switching to pop punk? <laughs> I think it's smooth. I mean, yeah. I don't think the songs are amazing, but like, there's moments and yeah. I didn't like him as a rapper, so it's like, bro, like, go for it. That's kind of um, what I said. Everyone was hating on it, and I was like, well, I'm like, this makes more sense than like, you know, him as a rapper, you know. And I, I haven't listened yeah, to his album, but I thought the Bloody Valentine song was kind of tight, you know. And 
I thought yeah. I thought that was tight, and it was just making me happy that like that shit was kind of coming back a little bit. And then fucking, I got a little upset about Mod Son and Avril Lavigne because I'm like an Avril Lavigne stan. Like that's like uh. that's like my chick. But like, so when Mod Son did that record, I was like, I don't know. I was just like. <laughs> Man, he beat me to that shit, bro. Like, I wanted to be a part of the Avril resurgence, but I'm so happy. Oh, like, dude. that song is, like, doing... Have you heard that record? Yeah, yeah, no, it's really hard. Yeah, Avril killed it on that shit. And even, yeah, even his part is good. And I, I like how they're, like... I like how they are finding a way to, like, modernize it. You know, they're putting, like, a you know, some, like, Back. modern drums over it. And, and yeah, and just kind of making it work nowadays you know and, and then there's like even like uh the maggie lindman girl that's kind of popping up too and I, I fucked with her like you know a few years ago off like this one record monster or some shit but it's been tight right. i've been wanting to peep that mgk movie though did you watch that i have not watched it yet yeah um, i'm gonna get around to it yeah some point. That, that's what i said too i i i don't i don't think i'll peep the album but like i, I do want to check out that that movie but um so like I guess like, are you do you do you always picture yourself like doing music and shit, or like do you ever want to like like transition kind of into something else? Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like doing a lot of shit. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, it's easy. To, you know, it's easy to have a bunch of different goals. You know what I mean? Like that that can make yeah. you happy. You know what I mean? I feel like that's also a good thing to have, just to like have like multiple options of avenue. You know what I mean? So is there like. I don't know, like, do you ever see yourself, like, trying to, like, score movies or some shit like that, or, like, just expand Man. out of it like that? Um, honestly, um, I think at some capacity, I'll probably always make music. I don't know if it'll be like, um, hey, you know, I got this new music, and I'm, like, 60. I don't know if that's gonna be the vibe, yeah. but, um, I think, for me, it'll be more so in the conversation of, like, space and, um, like narrative, like um, one of the things I'm kind of um, early, like working through, you know, talk to Kendall and some of the others about this is like building narrative based projects that kind of like, um, they don't necessarily just spotlight creators, but they also tell like the narrative that gets missed. Like I think in Detroit, like even for it to be a city that's like changing so much um, in terms of like who has um, not only stake, but also to like, um, who tells the story? Like, I think like sometimes on Twitter we'd be like on some angry shit because we'll see an article and it's like, um, this is Detroit and it's like no black folk in there and it's like eighty percent black and it's just like what? Um, so for me, it's building things that um, bring those different stakeholders, those different people that are in art and music or whatever, to one table and like, okay, well, like how do we take what you're doing and we really emphasize the people who've been here. Because, I mean, I mean, Metro Detroit has, like, a big Black population, a big Latino population, a big um, Arab population. It's, like, all those people create. Um, but that's not who gets on the Metro Times or whatever. A lot of times, sometimes it's just, like, some white... Um, and that's not to say they're bad. I'd be liking a lot of them. I'd be getting jiggy with that shit for sure. But um, it's, like, some band from, like, way far out or, like, the Upper Peninsula. Just, like, something crazy. Um, and I think it's important to have like narrative and stuff. So that's the stuff I really want to build um, outside of music is building things that really kind of put people in spaces like, and give people a voice. Cause I think a lot of times, a lot of people don't know that they have a voice. Um, and it's just kind of, be just kind of going around like, Oh, nobody really rocking with me. It's like, no, like you just, you just need to know what's out there. 
um, kind of like um, I, I don't know if you know Tyler Kendall's friend, but it's like Tyler rapping now. I think that's awesome because people just start rapping like that kind of thing. Like you have this thing, but um, figuring out that you have it, um, I think that's what's super important. So that was kind of like a odd answer to your question, but yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, what does that look like to you? Just kind of like like a place of resources in Detroit for people. Yeah, I think it it, it looks like places where there's resources, but it also looks like um, shared values and shared interest across like those networks. Like, um, there's like this spot here in Detroit. It's called Exhibit Eight. Um, like all everybody who dances be at Exhibit Eight, um, and it's really like I mean it's not like a huge space. It's like a little modest space, but they be having like thirty people, forty people in there deep just doing choreography some nights and stuff. And so, what if you know the people that are in that space were equally as invested in the people who are in the art space or in the music space and it was a network of like really saying oh all of this is important and all of this is one community i think um what happens very often just because like detroit's one of those cities where people think like oh i have to leave or i have to go to atlanta or la or somewhere else um like a lot of that those connections some people call crabs in a bucket i don't necessarily that's exactly what St. Louis, yeah. you know, everyone kind of yeah. says the exact same thing about it here, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe I don't believe in the crabs in the bucket. It's like there's a good Drake bar from a uh, Scorpion where he's talking about like um, other cities like that you think are more interesting until you get there. Um, and I think in the case of Detroit, it's like it's just a matter of people really just like investing. It's not even just money, just investing time, um, space. Like you might not dance, but like for you to go to a dance thing and really. Um, embody that it's like oh this is us this is like our community i think that's kind of the stuff um that i think like in terms of like building like a true engine um that informs how people like creating stuff yeah i was i was about to say like do you think that like do you think that like uh like a lot of detroit people have like the mentality for that you know because i guess like st louis I, i think about that and like i think like you know there are a lot like everyone has that same mentality but i i just don't know like you know, I, I figure, I feel like it would take some time for it to work, you know what I mean, and develop. And yeah. it might have to be almost like a new generation here, you know what I mean? Like, to kind right. of, like, fully develop that, like, in the healthiest of way, you know what I mean? Because I feel like, I don't know, there there always is, like, just, like, the small town bullshit, you know what I mean, of being in, like, the Midwest towns, you know what I mean, where people dislike each other, you know what I mean? That That's always yeah. going to exist, and, and and, like, so... Like I don't know. Do you like I, I don't. I mean, I guess I don't even know what my question is. But I, I guess I, I, I feel like St. Louis is very similar in that, you know. And and I think about it all the time. Like fuck. Like I don't know. You know, I wish someone would 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 come back here with some money. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. You know, and I I get the I get the whole wanting to leave your city thing. You know what I mean? I get wanting to feel like you have to, but I feel like you should always come back. You know, like uh, if you do, you know, like because because there is like. You know, I think about St. Louis, and I'm like, there, there isn't money here. There isn't resources here. You know what I mean? And there is, and there, there, there is all of those things, but it is very limited. You know what I mean? And there is just like, you know, there needs to be like, there needs to, yeah, there needs to just be like some, some bigger ended people like, like pushing some stuff in these smaller cities. You know, and I feel like Atlanta's starting to like, you know, Atlanta's always been the talk of like, especially yeah. in hip hop, but, but I feel like Atlanta even is like. It's like the new Hollywood now, you know what I mean? So even like Marvel Studios like went there, you know, and literally, yeah. And I feel like Chicago could ha- like is kind of like 
a baby New York in a sense. You know what I mean? And there is there is some cool things up there. There's a lot of cool ad agencies up there that, you know, do a lot of cool work, you know, to where it's, it's similar to New York in that sense. And, um, you know, but, yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I think, like, people just need to keep building these, these Midwest cities. I feel like the world in, like, 10 to 15 years won't be as focused on L.A. and New York. You know, I feel like it's already... No, for sure. Everything's already, you know, especially in the U.S., it's just like the whole U.S. is just going to be, like, expensive in 20 years, you know, and, and like, no matter where you're at. And it's going to be kind of shitty in a lot of aspects, but it's like, you know, it, you know it'll yeah. it'll change the dynamic of the Midwest cities, I think, eventually. But, um, so, so who made your website, bro? <laughs> oh, that's me. That's, that's you? Me. Bro. That's why I look like chaos. <laughs> but no, bro, your website is nice. Like, I appreciate it. I always see like the people talking about like, oh, you need an artist website. You need an artist website, and and I they, they people talk about like you know people won't check your social media, but they might check your website. And I always wonder like who would check a website before social media, but but then seeing your website, I was like, man, I need a fucking website. Like, <laughs> like this shit is just clean. Like, I so you do a little bit of coding as well, or like um like how do you go about doing that? Yeah, I just do the Wix, like the uh, Wix sites, and then so you just get some plugins. Um, like, yeah, I do that, and then all of like my um, <laughs> fonts and graphics, I just make in Adobe. Okay, just carry them over, um, and then just do it that way. And I mean, that's worked for me for the past couple of years, so that's just how I go about it. So you just started like really young, like just trying to figure everything out, like you know, like di- like when I guess when did you realize that you had to do everything, like? Honestly, yeah, it was like, like to be honest, very early because I think, like for me, um, it was like I didn't grow up like um, I was like middle class, so we weren't like um, poor, like like struggling, struggling, but like we weren't rich. So I think for me, um, I always looked at people doing stuff like shows and other stuff. Like, how are people doing this? But it was like unfathomable to me at one point. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it really just got down to like. Um, just finding ways to do things like, um, I mean, finding ways to do shows. That's why I was like doing all those bad splits and stuff at shows and then doing website, like just learning how to do um, Photoshop, like Premiere. Like I've done all my videos. Um, actually, I didn't do, I didn't edit one. So that, that's cat. But um, like, yeah, just learning how to do like all that stuff. Cause it's like nobody else really going to do it unless you pay for real. Yeah. And I'm very, I'm very pro paying for stuff. Like I will never ask somebody unless it's like a very close friend. And that's yeah. like our understanding. I don't tend to ask people to do stuff for free just cause it's like, bro, like, I know that feeling. Um, so yeah, like a lot of cases, it's just me like cutting costs. Like I'm literally uh, to crack a joke. I'm sitting here with like a nail kit and it's cause I refuse to pay someone to give me a manicure. I'm going <laughs> to just do it myself. Like, but that's how, as far as it goes for like a lot of stuff in me. So, yeah, so you just have yeah, that like natural it, it, mindset of just, you know, instead of even thinking about asking someone else to do something, just, oh, let me let me just look this up and see if I can figure it out. Literally, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, shit, I mean, I'm kind of running out of some questions, but... Um, what we'll always was... ask about sports, whatever. I'd be... I'm deep with anything if you ask about it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. All right. So let's just get into some bullshit. Then, what's your favorite? What What kind of movies you be into? Honestly, bro, I be um, I I be into like Marvel movies and like very bad, like mid, like romance movies, like rom coms. Oh no, movies. that's great. 
Yeah, because it's like I used to be like very much like in high school, like one of those art house um, people. Like that was all like the stuff I watched. Um, like for the longest, I was like Birdman's the greatest movie. Yo Yo's the great. Like that was just my headspace. But as I've gotten older, dog, I don't even have the patience to be watching art house movies a lot of times. So yeah, nine times out of ten, do the loop, hit up Netflix, you find a little teen movie, um, watch that, do something else, and it's mass satisfying. So. All right, what's the what's the best movie you've seen recently? Then, even if it is some rom com. Oh, what is the best movie I've seen recently? Um. I don't know if I've seen any good movies recently. <laughs> uh, I mean, Malcolm and Marie wasn't horrible. It okay, was straight. Let's talk Malcolm um, and Marie then, bro, because that movie where... <laughs> that movie is crazy to me, bro. You said it was straight. Yeah, it was straight. Like people were saying it was bad. It had all these fake pieces about it. I was like, it's straight. Like you know, to the me, acting was good. To hey. me, it was thoroughly entertaining. I don't know why I like that movie so much, bro. I don't know if it's just me being like toxic or some shit, but like. That movie was thoroughly entertaining. Like, I thought, I thought it was great. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just like, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't think I would typically like like shit that's like that. That's just one scene. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. you know, to I don't know. I, I like a little bit more. I am kind of like I'm, I'm very blockbuster. You know what I mean? I love Marvel movies. I love like yeah. rom coms too. Like, I like very strict like. You know, it has to end good and then give you the little bit of closure and then it's done, you know. And um, so that movie, you know, so it always kind of fucks me up. Like, I, I be arguing with people about, like, uncut gems and shit, you know, and, like, Dog. I be... What? Wait, wait. You like that movie? You love that one? Yeah, I, I really mess with it. I've been meaning to rewatch it, actually. Yeah. Uh, I might... It's really good. Yeah, I want to rewatch it, too. But I just loved Good Time so much that, like, uncut gems was just a little... Mm little crazy to me but but Malcolm and Marie like I don't know there was something about that that was just so like I don't know I feel like everybody could relate to at least one one point of that movie you know what I mean but then it also gets a little yeah. like a little out of character like I feel like I feel like the dude killed it as an actor like um but there was like some shit where I'm like all right bro you just took that shit way too fucking far bro and it's Dog, like literally. yeah and it's like I could I don't know I couldn't you know and, and just seeing Zendaya just have to take it bro it was just I don't know but yeah that that movie like there's something about it to me that I think it is like it just kind of shows like I don't know to me it just always reminded me of like being in fights with with like exes and just realizing how stubborn mm -hmm. I was you know what I mean and how like how like I didn't listen I you know, and, and I feel like, you know, it, it's just kind of like, to me, I'm like, that's a great message for me just to like, you know, to try to fucking clear my head out in every argument, you know what I mean? And to to not like, you know, because cause, I don't know, it almost seemed like he was just like fishing for any excuse out of it, you know? And then there's the typical, yeah. there's the typical arguments of like, oh, she didn't say what was wrong until halfway through the night. And then it, then it turned into, you know, her not like her being upset about not getting the acting gig you know and but i feel like none of that like really mattered when it came to like some of i don't know some of the shit he was on and it just kind of like yeah i don't know it just kind of kind of made me realize like man men like are not forward thinking or, you know as forward thinking as women can be sometimes like i don't know it that's just facts, yeah that that's just no. kind of it's kind of what I walked away from it. I just think about some of my exes. I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, they kind of knew some shit that I didn't know at the time, you know, and 
And that movie made me realize it. That's like, okay, she she knows everything about him, about his art, you know what I mean? About what he wants to be, you know, all the talk about like the Lego movies and the Angela, uh, you know, Angela Davis biopic yeah. and shit and like, you know, what he would do for him. Like she knew him through and through and he was just, he was just bullshitting the whole movie. But, but that's just what I, what I took from it. But no, I feel that I had a very similar experience because like, I think, because um, I used to, um, like, one of my exes was one of those people who were, like, um, whenever there was an argument, it was very, like, but it felt like you were in, like, forensics or something. <laughs> like, because yeah. um, cause it wasn't just, like, oh, like, oh, this, you know, hurt my feelings. Yeah, that wasn't like that. It was, like, very empirical. And, like, oh, you said this thing in this language and yada, yada. And, like, so watching that was, like, oh, dang, this is, like, very familiar in that way of, yeah. like, having... Like, I mean, every guy, um, like, uh, you know, who's into shorties or whatever, like, if you had, like, a argument, you had that moment where you said something, and then the thing that you said got, like, annotated. <laughs> like, everybody's had that experience. So, um, I think that was, like, super interesting watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, I can for sure see that. And then it's also, too, I think, watching um, him, like, be Denzel's son and, like, also do things that were very Denzel. It was yeah. like super interesting. I was like, oh yeah, like that's for sure. Like I think there was a scene where he's like eating the macaroni and it was like <laughs> mad loud for no reason. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like some Denzel for sure. Um and that was like super cool to see. Yeah, even him, like I, I like this is where I like I watched it a second time and the first time I watched it, I didn't think I liked his acting. I, I don't know, it was just something about like me thinking like, okay, he, like he just went overboard like as a character. Yeah. You know, that I, I like I kind of took it away from his acting. And then the second time watching it, I was just like, it was the bathtub scene when he was like, after he, he like ripped her open, oh, left, man. came back, started ripping her open again, and then switched it into, because I love you. You know what I mean? Because, you it's know, like, and he tried to flip wow. it into like, like, you just don't know how to be loved, you know? And like some shit like that. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah, this dude's a fucking good ass actor right here. Like just laying on the tub, like switching from that i'm like yeah yeah that 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 one was it was one of my it was one of my favorite movies i've seen in a while i didn't expect to like it so much i knew i knew it was gonna be I something like but um so you said you into sports yeah i'm not much into sports but i've been watching sports docs lately and oh where where what you been watching well i just i did the last dance and i did the fucking aaron hernandez one <laughs> Oh, wow. I watched that a while ago. That one is wild. Bro, that one um, is insane, bro. I, I cannot believe that. It's crazy, too, because I think when that whole Aaron Hernandez stuff happened, like, we were, I was mad younger, so I didn't notice. All I knew was, like, there was the surface shit of, like, oh, yeah, there was a murder. But I think the doc for it to go into, like, the whole sexuality thing and, like, how that was, like, um, really used to kind of like, um, like really abuse and stuff. Like that was mad interesting because like I didn't even see that. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, that's that doc was wild. Yeah, and just like the fact that it was like two murders before the NFL. You yeah, know? literally. Like, and then he signs like a forty million dollar contract like two months later. Like I could I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like, and it, it was God. such it was such a strange like contrast from watching the Jordan doc too, or watching the Bulls doc. Like, you know, watching like the seven, you know, the all the all the champions that the championships they got, you know, and then into the fucking Aaron Hernandez being like the same like almost level level of athlete of being like this fucking. He just came in and 
and it didn't matter who he was. He, you know, kind of remind me of like uh, yeah. Dennis Rodman in a sense of you know like like they were kind of like well, I, I don't think they were so skeptical of Dennis Rodman, but it was like a little bit of a weird you know a little weird thing bringing in yeah, the guy yeah. from the Pistons and fucking. Uh, you know, and just Dennis Rodman being the character he was, you know, and yeah, but they right. let him like run off to Vegas and shit, and they they let him do him, but and it seemed like that's kind of what they were that they were at with Aaron Hernandez too. Like he came in, they were on him pretty heavy at first, and then once they saw he could play like he could, they were like, "All right, let's just let him do his thing." Yeah, literally. And that was another interesting thing about it too was that they kind of were like implicating the NFL with some shit because he had, you know, I guess he had came and talked mm-hmm. about wanting to switch teams and said he didn't feel safe, like, and he was only two hours away from, like, where he, you know, you know, grew up, or not grew up, but where he was yeah. living at, and, um, yeah, and they just were trying to get him far away, but, yeah, that one, that one was interesting, man. I need some more sports wow. dogs. I don't you know. You should I, uh, tap in. There's a few good ones on. Do you have, uh, like, ESPN Plus? I do not. Oh, damn. Do you have Disney Plus? I do. You might have ESPN Plus in your package. Okay. Maybe. I have that and Hulu, um, so it might be mixed in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. It should be in that package. Um, so you can... The Magic Johnson one is really good. Okay. Uh, there's a Dennis Rodman one that's really good. Okay, I'm... Because de- Dennis Rodman is, like, who I'm obsessed it's with wild, after that fucking... That, that one doc, like... Bro. It's like, really good, because it... It explains, like, the reason he's the way he is. And, like, it goes into everything. Like, just crazy stuff. Yeah, he stood up to um, me because I'm like, he's, like, the fucking punk rock basketball player, man. Like, he's, like, yeah, the, he's like the coolest basketball player I, like, ever. I don't know. I wish I could have, like, seen the Bulls play back then. Like Crazy, man. I think I was born, like, r- like a few days after Jordan won the third championship. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang. Just missed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it goes into, like, even show like him like marrying himself like it. He wild, married himself. <laughs> yeah, but watch the dog. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I might get that tonight. Um, and the then. Tiger Woods one is good too. That, it's on HBO. That's where I'm going next. Um, yeah. Where? Yeah. I've been doing the serial killer doc. So you ever watch any of those? <laughs> oh man, I can't do it. My girlfriend's super big into those. I just can't watch it. It's too bleak. <laughs> Bro, I've I just after like I started with the Britney Spears doc like last week. And then right. I, and then I got into Jordan, uh, and this might have been like two weeks ago. But I it was started with Britney Spears, and I realized I'm like I just want to watch like fucking like pop culture figures, you know what I mean? And yeah. then and then the Anthony or the or Aaron Hernandez, not Anthony, but the Aaron Hernandez one like got me into the. I'm like okay, I'm kind of like I want to see some weird shit now, you know? And I watched Don't Fuck with the Cats. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't. Oh, bro. It's this fucking... It's this model kid. It's this white model kid from Canada. He's like... I don't know. It was like 2013. He puts up a video of him killing two cats on the internet. Goes viral. Facebook group fills up with like 200 people ready to fucking hunt this kid down. They're investigating. They're they're the internet like investigators. They start tracking this kid. They find all this weird shit. They find that like... This kid has photoshopped himself on like a hundred different bodies, like of like different models. He's put fake articles out there about him dating Madonna and how he's a big famous celebrity. And it just turns in this it's like the super narcissistic model kid, like basically fucking with his Facebook group for two years and then he kills somebody. And then he sends them the video in the Facebook group 
of him killing somebody. And there's and he leaves like breadcrumbs in every video of like how to track him more. And it's just a super, super crazy thing. And then there's like footage oh, of this dude like in his apartment. Like he just literally brings this dude up, kills him, and then like walks out of his apartment and like throws all the shit in the trash can in the apartment and then leaves. And the cops still don't catch him. Like it's just one of those oh, bullshit what? where they still didn't exactly have the evidence that he did it. Like, I don't know. But they ended up they ended up catching him later on, but that's wild. Dog was getting off. That's yeah. crazy. But it's like all these all these people got like it was just all this fucking I don't know, it's just based around these fucking cats, man. These people trying to protect these fucking <laughs> cats and I'm like that shit was dead. I'm fucking dead. That shit was dead. <laughs> Oh shit. So, um yeah, man. So, I asked earlier about some music. Uh I don't know if you uh you you got a song in mind that you might want to play at the end of this shit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um should I just send it to you? Yeah, I was going to say if you want, you could send it to me and then like I'll just play it um you know, at the podcast at the end. I kind of just will hang up and then just kind of do a little outro shit and let the song play. Or yeah. Um let me send you one real quick. Hell yeah. I'm trying to think if I got anything else. Uh alright, what bro, what was like um what was your first favorite like band or like rapper even? You know, like what was the first favorite group that like what, what, what you said you was like real into like uh you know like Pharrell and shit, was it It wasn't Pharrell, but it was um the person I was really into was um Coheed and Cambria. Really? Like, uh, Are you serious, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Welcome home. It's my favorite band of all time. Welcome <laughs> home changed my life, and then like I start yeah, getting into all the older shit, bro. Like, Coheed and Cambria is was one of my favorite bands, bro. I I'm thought it was dog. crazy at first. I I I remember like <laughs> I hated his voice, like Claudio's voice. I was like, fuck this voice. And I remember playing it for my dad. And he was like, bro, this is just like Rush. You ever listen to like Rush at all? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he was like, bro, this is just like Rush. And, and, but then I started like, I started loving him. And then I realized like a lot of my, like some of my favorite rappers years later, some of my favorite artists, like I would always like hate their voice. And then they became my favorite artists and it all started with Coheed, I think, but. Yeah, no, it was, that was largely like why I got into him was like his vocals because they were so weird, but then also just the whole thing of like having the comics and the albums and stuff um and then the songs are just wild yeah um when i was yeah like when i was in high school i was mad into like prox so like i did listen to rush like yes pink floyd Coheed, emerson lincoln palmer like a bunch of stuff like that and so that was just like my favorite wanting to listen to songs that were eight minutes and, um but it just stuck with me like over the years just because of that you know? yeah bro I, tr- yeah. I tried practicing the final you know the final cut off of, what is it? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I tried practicing That's that. That's off uh, It's off their third record. Uh, yeah, third. Good apology. Yeah. Um, man, I used to practice that shit all the time. I could, I, I tried to learn that fucking guitar solo, like note for note, and I probably got like God. a minute and a half into it, <laughs> and I just gave up. <laughs> they, nah, bro, it's crazy. They're, they're just good. They're just good guitarists, man. Yeah. You ever get into uh what what's the fuck what the f- Chan? Oh yeah, actually yeah, because I, I was listening to Mavi when I was making pissed off because I was trying to get like 
tapping ideas and stuff. Really? Yeah, I really uh, I was shooting this show down in Texas, like it was in Fort Worth, and it was like a whole fucking festival, and and they were one of the bands playing. I was just didn't even know who the fuck they were, but seeing them live, I was like, holy fuck, these di- these dudes are dope, and they yeah, all play Ibanezes too. Like I had never mm-hmm. seen like they yeah they're all like Ibanez sponsored and shit, but yeah they're fucking sick. No, it's facts. And it's crazy, too, because, like, most people who tap and do, like, the math rock thing be, like, on telly, so it's just wild that they do that. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're really good. You ever get into a foxing, a St. Louis band? No, I haven't. I'm not hip. Okay, you should check them out. They they ended up, like, they toured with, like, Brand New, like, back before Brand New was, like, you know, not a band anymore, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Manchester Orchestra, I think they did a little tour with, too. Um, but they are a sick band. They're a little bit, you know, they're a little darker, a little bit more emo. Um, but but they're nice, man. They're, and yeah, Where? it's just one of the few bands Where? that we've had pop up from here in a while. Um, fuck, what what else? I had one other question I was gonna ask, and it just slipped my mind. Um, God damn it. Oh oh, so I, I uh, I've been, I you know, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like a little bit of a critiquing kind of a person and i've just been a little upset with like music lately like you know and 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 we're talking about album artists and single artists and i feel like that has a lot to do with it you know coronavirus is tough it's i i get it's tough to put music out and we definitely haven't had like haven't had any blockbuster releases or anything really but like i just like i've been upset lately because i realized that i don't have a favorite artist right now and like no, I, I feel that. And, and I was just, I've been wondering like what people's favorite artists is like, or like I don't know, like it, like I don't know. Do you have like that, that person that you could just always rely on just to kind of like inspire you? That's kind of still active now too, or like someone that's kind of active now. Nah, <laughs> I mean it comes and goes. There's moments where it's like I'm really rocking with like an album or, or like an artist, but. No, nah, I mean, there's nothing to where it, like, feels definitive of, like, um, I know that this person will deliver. I mean, I guess that's Kendrick, but Kendrick doesn't drop albums, like, yeah. frequently. Um, but, um, no, nah, I mean, I, I, it's rough right now. I think a lot of the albums that come out are good, um, are, like, solid, but, like, it's that it's a conversation of like lifespan. Like, um, I, I think one of the things that I noticed is like for rap music. Um, and I mean, this is somewhat controversial to say, but I think that as rap music becomes more inclusive, there, the audience and the conversation around that music becomes more inclusive. So what that does is I think a good example of that is last year when there was the whole Meg Thee Stallion versus little baby argument. And, on one end, you have Meg Thee Stallion, who's definitively the biggest rapper of that year, who's got choreography, crazy videos, and like all this stuff, and like has the whole package. But then you have Lil Baby, who very much caters to like people who want to hear someone rap for 20 tracks, like the SoundCloud era of like, oh, I just want to hear him rap, and that's it. Um, and you have like these two classic communities, and they're both right. Because you have the one that said, she's marginalized as a woman, so she has to do all these extra things to get noticed and to get to that platform because um, that's kind of how patriarchy works in music. But on the other end, you have Lil Baby, and it's like, he deserves to be in that conversation because like, he's put the work in, and the music is like amazing. But um, And I think that's what's super weird for me right now is because the conversation around albums is starting to 
it's starting to get diluted by um like other conversations that don't have to do with like the music yeah um, that makes a lot and, of I'm, sense. and i'm a fan of yeah and i'm a fan of both of them i, I, I like meg i like little baby but i think like even when we talk about albums now people talk about like i think the chloe and hallie album which i didn't love i, I like their first two albums a lot more but i think it charted at like 46 and i remember there was a whole discourse around oh it flopped Mind you, they're like two of the biggest names in music right now. Yeah. Um, in terms of cultural impact, people love them. But the conversation that people wanted to have is that it flopped. Like, bro, why are we talking about what flopped? Like, do you like the music? Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say about the music? And so I think the conversations that we have around music now, they're so distorted because of um, the streaming thing, the TikTok thing, like all of that stuff. And also, too, just the DJ academics discourse of like, Every time an album comes out, you got to say what numbers it did, as opposed to talking about how it sounds. Um, so I think for a lot of artists, they kind of have to pivot. I mean, they have to, you know, make songs that are designed for TikTok, or they have to do these other things because they're trying to get their money. <laughs> and making no money off them streams for real. Um, so it's a it's a weird it's a weird space to be in, um, and I think that does kind of affect a lot of the music that comes out, um, even when people do make albums like the we don't even have like a like a realistic conversation of the album and its weight because there's the other there's the stand culture thing now which is crazy like you got whole communities of folk who they just hop on twitter like and they're not looking for no funny videos they're not looking for no like discourse they just there literally to stand an artist yeah. it's like oh i'm just kind of understand like it's wild but that's such a big thing now um, and that's such a big part of like a lot of artists' infrastructure to where you have some who they make group chats and they talk to their stands. They might send like little messages, messages of like, oh, today I wore the Gucci loafers. Everybody else in there broke, but they said that. And then it's like, oh, this is like five. Um, <laughs> and I think that really damages a lot of the conversations around music because you got albums doing crazy numbers, breaking. Like, there's people breaking Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder records just like that. And it's like, that was cool for the sake of accolades and stuff. It's cool for the weekend to break the record or Drake to break a record. But it's like, people don't understand. There was a time where you went to a Michael Jackson concert. There was no phones, no social media, nothing. And the whole city is filled. People yeah. fainting and all stuff, like other stuff. No, there's and that I footage that... of him where it's like they found out the hotel he was at. And it was like a, yeah, it literally. was like a million people outside. And it was like a sea of fucking people uh, just outside yeah. of his hotel. And I think that's like super important because it, it that's the conversations that we should have when we're talking about impact and we're comparing things. But so much of that gets lost because there's these metrics and um, it's kind of like the thing of um, younger folk too. I mean, younger folk don't know of what became came before, so like they're always going to function as if what is existing now is the way. Um, we remember when you would sit in front of a radio and you would like wait for them to play Turn My Swag on so you could sing along with it and like know the whole words or whatever. Like you had to wait. Or you, if you had an MP3 or like an iPod or whatever, like you could record it off the radio or you had it, you downloaded like something like that. There was that, like there was some scarcity to um, in taking content. But I think like the access of music, bro, when you can listen to seven albums in one day for free, it's, how like critically are you thinking about the songs like how yeah. much of it are you taking in? and for a lot of them like 
they don't know what it came before. So like, they don't care. That's why you've seen the TikToks where they like got old songs playing and they yeah. moving away because they don't know it and stuff. But I mean, you can't blame them. They don't know that at all. So it's a tough space we're in because I mean, teenagers too are like the target audience for the music industry. Um, so it, it's weird. Um, I'm for sure becoming like that old person that's just got like problems with stuff. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like the older I get, I, like, realize, like, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, I feel like late 20s, like, where I'm at is, like, where you get to a point where, like, you don't even want to find new music anymore. Like, I think that might be where I'm at, you know, or, like, and I feel like most people get like that, and they just are stuck in their old ways. I'm going back to, like, you know, shit from the 90s and 2000s myself, you know what I mean? That's, like, all I'm really listening to Mm -hmm. is, like, older shit, but, uh, but there's also, like, you know, as you talk about all that, like, it makes me think, like, you know, and, and I've thought of, you know, I've talked about this with some people, but, like, um, nowadays, it, it's kind of, like, it, you know, it, it's, it's good and it's bad, because now people can have careers where they can make good money, and they don't ever have to be Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, you know, and, yeah. and I think that maybe, you know, there, there is, like, the saturation, but it, it but it, it has its pros and its cons too, you know, like as far as, um, yeah, you know, like people just don't have to deal with the thing, you know, and, and yeah, that there is more hate and shit that goes on, but I think that's just because there, there's like so much niche groups, like, you know, you log into Spotify and you get to listen to exactly what the fuck you want to listen to. You're not mm-hmm. like on the radio waiting for, you know, whatever's going to play on anymore, like watching TRL and being like, okay, these are the fucking top 10 songs of the week, you Facts. know, or the day and, I don't know, but, like, so I think, you know, I don't know, I mean, like, back then it was, like, yeah, there was less options, you know, now there is more options, so people, like, they get exactly what they want, and then if they don't hear anything like that, then it's, everything else is trash, you know, and, and people are just vocal about that, so I think, I don't know, like, yeah, it's gonna take, like, some adjustments, like, for, like, mentalities and shit, too, you know what I mean, like, to, to just know how to, like, deal with the music shit, you know, but facts, yeah. But yeah, man, I just wish I wish I had a favorite artist though. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. What's the last uh what's the last like album that came out that was like really amazing to you? Last album. Ooh, I would have to look. <laughs> <laughs> mine was shame. Mine was that O seven O album. Oh, that album was really good. Yeah. Um that cover art was really sweet too. Um, oddly enough, I think the person that did the cover art for that does like Logic's cover art. I'm not a fan of Logic. I think he sucks, but that guy is incredible at cover art. This is like a random tidbit. Um, Wait, he did the he did Logic's cover art and what else? Yeah, he. I think he did like all Logic's cover, but he did like the 070 Shake. He's done like some. For he Chanel did the Cuddy too. Yeah, Cuddy as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, I didn't know he did 070s. That's crazy. Yeah, dude is fine. Um, last album, probably, well, I've been listening to the Dirk album from last year, like, a lot, <laughs> so that's probably gonna be, like, the last thing that, um, came out that was, like, really spoke to me, um, just because of, like, I kind of returned to it, like, last week, and I just been really just listening to it for, like, the last week or so, um, oh, yeah, but that's probably it, to be honest. Yeah, man, hasn't been, hasn't been much. Are you gonna listen yeah. to the new Drake album? You a Drake oh, fan? Of course. Of okay. Course. Of course. <laughs> you think you think he's gonna drop like a like an album album or you think it's gonna be like another playlist? 
I feel like it's gonna be like a playlist. It might be an album, but like the way it functions, it's probably gonna be like more like a Scorpion. Yeah. Although I don't hate Scorpion. I think Scorpion was okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate Scorpion. I just yeah, yeah, I just never listened to it like an album. You know, I know yeah. most of the songs off of it, but I've never listened to it like front front to back. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be something like that. Drake is very much um like he very much has a rhythm of how he goes about like albums and stuff at this point. I think he's gonna put some acoustic guitar on it. That's my guess. <laughs> oh, that would be fine, yeah. to be honest. Because I mean, have you ever heard Drake yeah. with a guitar? No, I haven't. I, I don't think no, it has yeah, been. There was the one, um, I mean, probably so far gone, but that wasn't like just a guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah, he might have like, yeah. he's got some solos on there every once in a while and shit too. But <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I don't know. It was like once like the once the 90s shit started really going off, like and like, you know, the, the you know, because it's not even like, you know, even though pop punk is starting to have its like resurgence, I feel like just the whole 90s way, you know, like. I feel like when when Dominic yeah. Feike came out, I'm like, oh shit, '90s is about to be everything. And then I, and then even like some some rap beats, you know. And then there was the whole like Juicy yeah, World and and like kind of like pop punk rap shit that started happening again. And I'm like, yeah, this shit is coming. And, and if Drake does it, then I know it's like, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering if he's gonna like tap into a new sound. You know, like he hasn't really done like a yeah a new sound in a while. And I don't even think that would be like a new sound for him, but but he might he might rap on a different style beat on this one. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he might slide on like some Griselda type stuff. Yeah, um, that'd be hard. Just because like that's like the big thing right now. Well, he's um, supposedly had work with them a few times too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be hard. Well, shit, bro. Uh, I think I think that's it for me, bro. I ain't got much else on my my list. For sure, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, bro. I, yeah, I appreciate you talking too, bro. I was almost kind of like, I don't know. I feel like you had so much good shit to say. I almost didn't even know how to respond half the time. So, <laughs> sorry if this was a <laughs> shitty interview, bro. But, but I, you know, no, he's smooth, dog. <laughs> but These I pre- the best ones where you just chopping it up, to be honest. So. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm trying to do is just just kick it, you know. Word. But hell yeah, bro. So, what's the name of the song you sent? Um, it's "Boys Don't Cry, But They Sure as Hell Feel." Um, it's the second single off of this EP. Hell yeah. We, we, do you know when you're dropping it? I wish I could tell you. Probably three weeks from now. Okay. Most likely. Well, this interview might come out around then too, so it might might play out Where? well. So. Bet. Okay. All right, bro. Well, shit. Thanks again for talking, and uh, I hope to catch you in St. Louis soon. Yeah, man. For sure, man. Appreciate it, dog. All right, bro. Take it easy. All right. Peace. Have a good one. That was a search engine interview. Hey, another one. All right, well, let's get let's get into the song you sent.